0: This is episode 620 with athlete branding expert Vicki Saunders.
1: And sponsorship isn't just about who's got the money and uh, you know who's the best athlete in the world there mm. was so much more going on at the holistic side of it that we realized what we were teaching specific, especially for athletes was not sponsorship it was their personal brand mm. it was about um, you know connecting with opportunity being being yourself and finding the opportunities that are right for you and so sponsorship was an outcome Mm. certainly but there were also lots of other outcomes and so we flipped the model of sponsorship is one of many outcomes Mm. that happens when you as an athlete or you as a business grow your brand and, Mm. and connect with what you're really about
0: Welcome to Athlete Maestro, a podcast tailored for athlete development, improvement, and peak performance. And now, here's your host. This is one episode of the podcast that I was was really, really, really excited to do, both from a learning perspective, you know, and also because of who vicky is in terms of her experience and all of that but i want to come to that you know so we have been trying to put this together for a little bit and i was i was really persistent i was persistent to the point where i thought maybe i was going to start looking a little bit annoying because usually when i reach out to guests or they reach out to me to come on the podcast you know i always want it to flow naturally so if it looks like it's not working or things are not coming together you know then maybe it wasn't meant to be but this one i was very particular about wanting it to be because you see as an athlete your brand is key and the kind of image you put out there is exceptional and Of course, i remember when we we're doing football mastery and i was teaching the young footballers exactly about this what what's the image that you have out there what are you portraying out there so it was exceptionally important have someone like vicky on the podcast where she broke everything down for so vicky is an athlete branding expert she's the co-founder of the brand builders her clients include uh usa olympics institute of sports like she's literally a living legend and i told that on the podcast as you're going to hear we talk about so many things we talk about how athletes can start thinking about their brand then how to change what you are doing currently in terms of building your brand we also talk about you know what to consider when sponsors you know want to work with only big athletes or how can you attract sponsors should your social media strategy be then whether or not it's compulsory that you should be on social media literally Everything that we could squeeze into a 45-minute episode we did as related to seeking sponsorships and, of course, building your brand as an athlete. In the 21st century, it's important that you place heavy focus on building your brand as an athlete. And trust me, trust me in the world, there isn't anybody better. That can break this down for you than vicky Sonas was an episode i thoroughly thoroughly enjoyed you know she was answering my questions before i was asking them you know and i was like wow like that is just super that is just amazing so it's an episode that i have no doubt that you're going to absolutely enjoy this episode guys is brought to you by my program mental mastery so first of march uh it's kicking off and of course i'm going to be delving deep into the mental side of sports for young athletes as you know you know anytime i take this i always break it down into three parts: the physical side of the game, the mental side of the game, and the business side of the game. So, the business side of the game includes things like what Vicky and I are talking about today. But another key part is the mental part. Athletemaster.com forward slash Mental Mastery. Athletemaster.com forward slash mental mastery to get in on that program as one of the founding members when you're done signing up for that this is an episode trust me that you will thoroughly enjoy and of course if you enjoy it enough to leave a review and share it maybe you're going to get on that ticket as well because at the end you're going to see that vicky invited me to australia and it's an offer i'm going to take her up on so this episode between myself and my friend vicky Saunders.
1: sometimes I have to step back and say, yeah, actually that, those are the shoes I wear and and I'm good with that because there's so, there's so much potential for helping and supporting athletes in the world and I love connecting with people like you who've got that same mindset. Thank you for having me.
0: Oh, fantastic. You know, and one of the things that I, I loved in terms of researching you and getting prepared for this was, you know, how passionate you are, not just for from the monetary angle in terms of what you are getting out of it but how your clients are benefiting as well which i think is the key so you know whether it's the companies or the institutes that you represent or the athletes that you advise you know as well it was just it was just humbling to see how much of yourself you're willing to give out and that's why i was like we have to make this happen and we've actually tried a couple of times
1: (laughs) a couple (laughs) It's been a lot of times you've been incredibly patient and I've been very apologetic and very unavailable and for all sorts of reasons. So, um, But exactly as you say, I always see with any commercial opportunity or arrangement, mm. which is what sponsorship is, it's, it's commercial. Um, and, and what I do is I run a business where we charge people for the stuff that we do, so that's mm. commercial too. There's awesome. always space for good stuff too. There's space for, for social impact. There's space, space for you know, personal enjoyment and fulfillment. Mm. So I think they don't have to be separate. You can do lots of good stuff in that space of sponsorship and business.
0: Uh, definitely. And A lot of what we're going to talk about today, you know, is going to be targeted at that. Now, first, you know, just before we go into that, you, you made the switch from the sponsorship consultants to the brand builders. You know, talk to me about that change and what kind of necessitated you, you know, to kind of move everything over to the branding aspects in general.
1: Mm, that's a really good question, and it was it's actually really interesting how it happened. We were the sponsorship consultants for mm. many years, five or six years. Yeah. But we always did sponsorship a little bit different. We never took a commission from any of the arrangements that happened as a result of our education or our wow. consultancy. We paid uh, we charged for our services. Mm. We charged for education, we charged for resources. Mm. Uh, we did webinars and workshops and consultancy and help people develop proposals, both mm. sides of the fence, the sponsors and the sponsorship seekers. And we said, you know, whatever you get from that, if you're an athlete who gets 50 boxes of power bars or you're mm. an athlete who gets a salary what, you know, or you're a business who invests in athletes and that increases your um, revenue, mm. good for you. You've done that based on the education that you've paid for from us. Mm. Um and we never had a problem charging for that education because we knew that once they had that, yeah, that you've taught the man to fish. Exactly. Yeah. So that worked really well. That made us different and it also kept us neutral. We're like Switzerland. Mm. We don't represent anyone. We don't take anything from anyone. It's very clean. But what we also realized in our approach that our holistic mindset of sponsorship isn't just a transaction. Sponsorship isn't just about who's got the money, and, uh, you know, who's the best athlete in the world? There was mm. so much more going on, the holistic side of it, that we realized what we were teaching, specific, especially for athletes, was not sponsorship. It was their personal brand. Mm. It was about, um, you know, connecting with opportunity, being being yourself and finding the opportunities that are right for you. And so sponsorship was an outcome, mm. certainly, but there were also lots of other outcomes. And so we flipped the model of, sponsorship is one of many outcomes Mm. that happens when you as an athlete or you as a business grow your brand and Mm. and connect with what you're really about so the name change was just logical but (laughs) yeah yeah that's kind of the and it was really cool because we could own that and it's hard to sell brand Mm. you sell outcomes you know we now teach sponsorship as an outcome or social media as an outcome or you know whatever it might be ambassadors that's the that's the outcome but Brand is the mechanism to get
0: there. Mm. Oh, I, I, I totally enjoy that. And the reason, just like I was saying before we went on air, the reason I'm passionate about this and the reason why this is key is especially from the African context, in terms of how so many young athletes have been taken advantage by agents. So you see these athletes who are from less privileged backgrounds. You know, obviously they don't have money to train. Many of them don't have the family support that they would need to further their careers. So you see this agent who comes in, knows that this athletes lack education, tries to take advantage of them and then hinges what he or she gets from, you know, either sale of intellectual property of the athlete, sale of their economic rights or future salaries that they would earn. You know, so obviously as a lawyer, I've seen, you know, so many contracts that this this young athlete sign where, you know, the agents will get 50 percent of their future earnings and things like that. And this is why this sponsorship is key because if the athletes themselves knew how to get sponsors, just like you mentioned with the education angle now, if they were educated in that way, then obviously they will be more enlightened. And this is where the branding aspect comes in. What would you say, or how would you say young athletes can start thinking about their brand or or what should their brand mean to them? Because Mm. I'm guessing if I'm talking to a young athlete now who is just concerned about, I want to sign my first professional contract. I want to play. I want to do all these things. You know, and Tola and Vicky are talking about a brand. What exactly does yeah. that
1: mean? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, I might take one little step back from that first just to put it in context of yeah. sponsorship and, and how I see sponsorship working in this day and age because it has changed significantly in the last 10 to 20 years. Mm-hmm. It did used to be, cash for logos you know we'll mm. pay you to wear a logo and somehow this osmosis will happen and we'll sell more stuff as a business because you're really good at your sport yeah. and you're on tv and people will see our logo and buy our stuff and nine times out of ten that doesn't actually work or 99 mm. times out of 100 they got, there's got to be more stuff going on so the idea that um, at any level sponsorship can just be about paying to have your logo or your brand name mentioned mm. by an athlete who's really good at their sport, that that concept has been proven as being very ineffective. Yeah. So how sponsorship has progressed over the years is that it's a much more about that athlete being a good ambassador for the brand, being able mm. to convey the stories and the values and the messages and the, the things that I guess that brand's customers can relate to. So they're mm. a conduit almost. They're a conduit yeah. between the brand. They're the visible, real, personal image and, and representation of that brand mm. that, that that customers can make a relationship with and have a connection with because they relate to them. Ah, mm. oh, okay, she's a little bit overweight like me too and she wears those clothes mm. or... Oh, okay. So he hasn't always been an athlete, but he chooses to wear that product because it helps him, you know, do his half an hour 5k mm. race as mm. opposed to the guys who are all elite. So it's actually more about be- being relatable. Athletes that aren't necessarily the top of their game are getting sponsored. Mm. What's that about? It's more than just their sport. It's about who they are. It's actually just about them being themselves. Mm. If you're, If you're a Paralympic athlete or an athlete living with a disability, um, if you're on the spectrum, you might have, you know, autism of some sort. You could, um, you know, identify as being, um, you know, transgender or whatever it is that makes you unique. Hello, that connects you with a whole audience Mm. and customers of specific types of businesses. And then you go, well, what businesses you know, want to attract people like me, yeah. And there, it opens up those doors. So it's not just Nike, it's not just Sony, mm. it's all the other m- millions of businesses in yeah. the world that suddenly become relevant.
0: Mm. Mm. Does that and make I, sense? Oh yes, it does. Oh yes, it does. You know, and what, what I hear, what I hear you saying is that the athletes themselves must start looking inward. You know, so obviously, it's yes. like. Um, Um, would I say the the imposter syndrome, so to speak. So the athletes thinking that because I have nothing to offer, so looking at the outside, then the companies or the sponsors would have nothing to give me. But if they started looking at their own unique position, you know, so what what, what have I gone through in life? Where do I stand? What do I believe in? That's kind of what I hear you saying.
1: Yeah. Let me tell you, I believe any athlete, any person who does sport, who's a half nice person, mm. like you've to be kind of nice, <laughs> I think, um, can get sponsored. Like I'll tell you, I'll give you a really quick, um, I, I do this game in workshops mm. Mm. Um, with, with athletes and with, with businesses I work with around sponsorship and I play a game and I mm. just profile someone. I go, right, tell me who you are. What sport do you do? what kind of activities, mm. and I will then put the pressure on myself to go, okay, these are maybe some businesses that could, you could approach for sponsorship. Mm. I'll play the game with myself. I'm currently pregnant. Yay. Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, I'm a little older. I'm 42. It was very unexpected. Wow. When I found out I was pregnant, it was actually, I was on my way to sparring. I'm a Muay Thai fighter. Oh, wow. And I was on my she way to sparring. And, yeah, right. And this little voice said, hmm, maybe you don't feel like sparring tonight. Mm. And then I, 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 it was just really weird, man, how it happened. It was just this intuition. And I thought, maybe I'm pregnant. And I went and got a test then and there, and I was. Mm. So let's say I had been sponsored. I wasn't. But let's say I was sponsored for my sport of Muay Thai. Mm. I could still stay sponsored by, let's say, if it's a clothing company. But now I start being relevant to their maternity range. Exactly. Or if it's um, maybe a protein or a supplement company, I'm now suddenly relevant to a whole mm. new audience. And I might get a new sponsor because now that I'm pregnant, I need different things in my life that I didn't used to need before. Mm. I might need a super-duper pram yeah. to get go back to get fit again for fighting once mm-hmm. I've had my baby. What a great journey to share, how to mm. get fit, you know, as an average woman, like I'm nothing special. Yeah, you know what I mean? And it's just—it's just that kind of anybody when they when they look at who they are, what they do, what they love, um, mm. could be sponsored. And what you can offer—I'm I'm a pretty good writer. I um, maybe I like doing photography or something. You know, that could be the kind of thing that I offer back to my sponsors. Mm. I, you know, travel a lot for work. I could include some great photos and some little narratives to provide to my sponsors for their social media. I could go and do motivational talks. Mm. I can review products, all that kind of stuff. We don't need to be number one at our sport to do that.
0: that. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So I'm, 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 I'm looking at the athlete now who is listening to this and has just had that mindset shift in the sense that, okay, it's not all performance driven. Now, obviously, you mentioned a few of those things that are also taken into consideration. I'm going to come to that just after this. But yeah. I hear the athlete now saying, "So, Vicky, what are the first steps that I can do?" I've I've started seeing my brand differently. I've had mm-hmm. this mindset shift. Now, what are the first steps that I can take to start making that change? What would you say those first steps are?
1: Yeah. Well, I would say the first thing is to come up with a bit of a list. That's almost like a um, I can't think what the fir- what the term is, but the elements of the, you know, what make you who you are. This is Mm. what we teach. We we teach the elements of athlete brand. Um, So what do you care about? What kind of messages are important to you? Um, Do you care about the environment? Do you care Mm. about equality? Do you care about, um, you know, more kids getting involved in sport because it's good for them? Um, What are you interested in? You know, do you like photography? Do you like writing? Do you like cooking? Cooking is a really mm. interesting topic for athletes to share about. So, don't focus too much on the end result of getting sponsored. Like that let that come when it comes, you know. We'll we'll get to that step later. Mm. But for now, it's really just like you said, looking internally and looking at what makes you you. What makes you uniquely you? And you know, looking at like the kind of personality you have. Are you a funny person? Are you very mm. serious? Are you, you know, um and then having a think about the kind of businesses that, or even products and services that you might use in your day-to-day life, uh, you know, like cooking, like mm. where do you get your groceries from? Um, what kind of clothes do you wear when you're not doing sport? What about hair products? What about sunscreen? Mm. All the things that you would use in your everyday life, not just as an athlete. Just start to see and what generally- connections there might be. Yeah. Mm. There is a process. I mean, and that's... In our books, which I'll send you a link for. Um, in our books, we've got two. There's Sponsorship for Athletes. Yes. And there's the Athlete Brand. If you yeah. read those, you'll just have so many aha moments, like aha. Mm. Okay. It's, it's actually so simple. But it's mm. so simple that we miss it.
0: We miss it, and yes. Get,
1: yeah. And we try also we it both it's a really step-by-step process, identifying your brand and then connecting that with sponsors, Mm. so how to go and get sponsors. It is all step-by-step, and it's little baby steps. It's little activities that you can do to achieve that. Mm. But often people try to fast-track and just get to that point of, well, I've got to go get sponsors, so I'll I'll do that. And then Mm. they just get completely overwhelmed because it's, you know, it's not Mm. based on all those simple facts of who am I, what do I like, what do I care about? What do mm. I stand for? What do I not stand for? Mm. That's important too. Do you mm. want to be representing businesses who've got conflicting values? or Yes. Behavior?
0: Yes. Yeah. yes. I, think, I think the problem for a lot of athletes, especially in the African context, is you know they're strictly thinking about it from the money angle. So mm. who is going to pay me to, just like you said earlier, wear their brand and things like that. What would your advice be to African athletes in this context where... You kind of have. It's not. It's not hundred percent because from what you have said now, it's a process. You know, and and you kind of get to that mutually beneficial point. Well, what would your advice be to those athletes in that context where it appears that the companies are not are not really forthcoming and they only want to work with the established athletes? You know, so if I'm an up and coming athlete now, you know, and I want to get sponsored, I've of identified what I like, who I am you know, what my passions are and a few of all those things, you know, and I want to approach a company now, but I know that that company would only want to work with, you know, the guys that are on the national team, the guys that are going mm. to the Olympics. What's my approach here?
1: Yeah. And it's, it's a funny one because that is, you almost need to educate them a little bit
0: mm. in
1: in your approach. You need to spell out some of the Mm. opportunities that might exist that they had never considered because they've never spent the time to think about sponsorship as anything other than that. So you've got to do it carefully, though. Mm. You know, you don't want to put them off by telling, now I'm going to teach you something here. (laughs) You've got to do it quite (laughs) elegantly and respectfully. And so I think any kind of approach that you make or any proposal that you might Mm. present to them, Um, You put the value up front. So I always say, you know, you're putting your hands out not to ask for something, but to offer something Mm. and really spell it out for them. Make it easy for them to see and understand. And, you know, it may be that they say no, and often they do. And Mm. it only takes, you know, a couple to say yes, and then you're responsible, one to say yes, and then you're a sponsored athlete. Um, And I think just thinking outside the square again, really thinking about, In the same way that you've analysed yourself and, you know, done almost like bullet points on Mm -hmm. who am I, what do I care about, do the same for the business. What are they trying to achieve? What do you observe them doing on social Mm. media? Are they repeating the same content a lot? Mm. Is it a bit boring? Has their engagement gone down a bit recently? Mm. Maybe that's an area that they might want some more interesting content. Mm. Um, Are they doing charity projects? Could you get Mm. involved in that? Are they doing team building workshops? Yeah. Could you get involved in that? Look at what they're doing across all their business, not just their sales. Yeah. What do they do um, internally and externally in their mm-hmm. business, and how could you have a have a bit of a play in your mind or on paper about how you could contribute to that, and and step up a little bit. You know, mm-hmm. maybe you're not experienced in
0: yeah, public speaking,
1: but step up. You know, mm-hmm. it's. Say, yes, I'd love to do that and
0: give it a go. Put it out there. Yeah. I think I get get the point. You know, it makes actually sense because I'm thinking from the athlete's perspective where they want to start looking for sponsors today and get sponsors Mm. tomorrow, but that's not actually how it works. So it might actually take time. It might actually involve the process, you know, of going through all of these things. So I think that absolutely makes sense. So what what I said I was going to ask you was in terms of, you know, those reasons that athletes get sponsored. Everybody only knows about the performance side, plays for the national team, is an Olympian, Olympic gold medalist and things like that. But there are other things that go into consideration, which you've talked about. So, you know, the, the professional angle of that particular athlete, you know, their personal life, their passion. Can you talk to us a little bit about some of this? The reasons why athletes get sponsored, you know, so everybody thinks that it is purely from a performance angle. I'm good at my sport. I'm good at what I do, but you've talked severally. So uh, whether that's on your webinars or your books about the other considerations, you know, that also go into the mix. So whether it's the professional qualifications, you know, that Uh, the uh, the athlete has had, or, you know, the professionals they are affiliated with, or whether it's their passions, we kind of touched on it a little bit, but I just want you to talk about those other things beyond just the performance and
1: yeah, definitely. So it is all those other things. So skills that you might bring with you mm. from, you know, your workplace, um, your your experiences in life, you know, sometimes things that we think might be a weakness become a strength. I know mm. an athlete's been sponsored recently here in Australia, and it was all about him having mental health issues that made him relevant and of interest to the mm. sponsor because that's something they really cared about. And he's able to share his story of um, attempted suicide and mm. turning that around to wow. become a champion Paralympic athlete. Mm. Um, and so, yeah, I think any other qualifications or skills that you might have, you can definitely put into use in sponsorship. You know, maybe it is literally that you've got great um graphic design skills or Mm. writing skills and you can put together really good, um, you know, proposals for your sponsors and Mm. looking at the ways, again, that you can support their business through your skills Mm. and knowledge, not just your sport. Because at the end of the day, yes, that that 1%, it's probably less than that, that 1% of (laughs) athletes who just get sponsored because they're great at their sport, (laughs) that's always going to happen. That's going to keep happening, good, happy for them, I don't know many athletes that fit into that category. Most mm. of them don't. And and a lot of them that are in that top 5% are waiting
0: mm.
1: and waiting and missing the boat. Mm. And it's funny because so many people that are way, way, way down in the rankings, if not, maybe they're not even competitive, mm. but are really interested in getting sponsored and, and pursue it knowing that they, they're not good at their sport, yes. so they've got to offer something else, they do really well and they get the sponsorship, you know. They might be a personal trainer as well as an athlete mm. or a teacher or a yoga instructor or, you know what I mean, there's all this other yeah. stuff that they can, they can yeah. offer that makes them attractive and valuable. Um, mm. You might have noticed as we've been talking, I've had my head down a couple of times because mm. we have a, a wonderful, um, we used to have a group called... Um, the Athlete Hub on Facebook, which we Ooh, stopped doing. Just, yeah, and it was a group. It was just for athletes teaching them about sponsorship. Mm. And there's a guy called Kenyon Dinaka. And I remember mm. Kenyon. I can't remember what com- country he's from in Africa, to be mm. honest. So I was trying to figure it out. But he said he's a footballer.
0: Mm, and nice. he
1: was like, how do I get sponsored? And he said, it's really hard. I live in a tiny village. And he mm. did, like a a village that's just dirt roads and i was like jeez i don't know if this is gonna work <laughs> i don't know I, just, I mean i have no idea and i said well it was, we told him exactly the same stuff and he read all our books mm. and he he spoke to all the information and he got sponsored and he got sponsorship for himself and for his team and it's wow. with local businesses and he went and did a talk for their staff and it it happened and I need to find I'm trying to see what country he's from, but mm. it was definitely one of the African nations and wow. a poor town, you know, mm. it wasn't it wasn't a big city. So I think if if athletes are just going for money, you know, that's fine. You can definitely go for that, mm. but look for more. Look for it being more than just the money that you get back. It might be that the first sponsor you approach helps you grow your profile. Mm. Maybe they recommend you to other businesses that they know. You know, yeah. what's a good business that you could be sponsored by who
0: mm.
1: are connected to other businesses, aka potential other yes. sponsors, an accounting firm, you know, the local post office, ones that yes. work with and have relationships with other mm, businesses. Other people. Mm. Yeah. Um, and that you have yeah, you have a great experience with them. You give them great value back and they tell the world about you. Mm.
0: Mm, I think I think it's just that we are we're always attracted to the gamma. You know, so we yeah. see all the biggest brands, you know, signing your Usain Bolt and you know, and they feel like that's the only way for it to be done. You know, so if I'm not doing it the way Usain Bolt is doing it, if I'm not doing it the way LeBron James is doing it, you know, then I probably have it all wrong. You know, but you've enlightened us now that look, it's it's way Good. beyond that, and less than one percent of those athletes actually get to do that you have thousands of other opportunities and I think this is where awareness comes in for the athletes themselves you've worked with organizations you've advised athletes you just talked about this Facebook group as well in your experience what would you say is one of the biggest struggles athletes have had with that brand awareness coming to that realization
1: ah that they're enough Mm. that they themselves, as they are in their, you know, their physical body and Mm. their limited selves, Mm. that they're enough and that anyone would be interested in sponsoring them. Like what Mm. value do they have to offer? They're not on TV. They're not famous. And they kind of throw the towel in a little Mm. bit at that point. It's very very overwhelming, that feeling, Mm. to think, I'm not good enough. I'm not, I'm not enough. And to be able to, to be able to have a shift in mindset yeah. changes everything for every athlete. And I mm. see it. I see it in their faces in workshops. They have these realizations that, oh, you know, that thing, that thing that I'm embarrassed about, or that thing that I thought made me not good enough, mm. that's the thing. That's the thing that, that's my unique thing. That's the yes. Yes. Yeah, the powers in your uniqueness. Don't be like everybody else because Mm. then you're just like everybody else and then what's the differentiator? Why would they get sponsored (laughs) and not you? Yeah, so it kind of, you don't want that. Um, uh, And I think, I'm just trying to think there's, um, I like to explain it like this. Mm. So all of the stuff that you think narrows down your sponsorship potential, Mm. I live in a small town. I've got a disability. I'm not very highly ranked in my sport. Mm. I'm female. I'm, you know, all those things that narrow you down, or you think narrow you down, Mm. what they do is they actually illuminate the path of where you need to focus. And they put the other stuff into the dark. Mm. Like Let's say I'm vegan. I think that narrows down my sponsorship opportunities. It doesn't. It tells me. Butchers ain't my sponsors. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe the local fruit and veg delivery company could be. Mm. Or Google some vegan-friendly beauty products or cruelty-free. Mm. You know what I mean? So yeah. you work with what you've got and don't try to be something that you're not. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, makes, makes a lot of sense. And I think a, a lot of the reason for this, you know, just like, we, just like I just said, in terms of going after that glamour, you know, and, and mm. what people are putting out there is social media you know so yeah. it's 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 yes it's a it's an advantage but it's also a problem in terms of what these athletes are viewing what role does social media play you know in sponsorship for athletes in building their brand
1: yeah it's huge there's a couple of aspects to that so one is people will followers and Um, friends and fans and potential sponsors are going to look at your social media. Mm -hmm. So you want it to represent you, what you're Mm. really about. And so that comes back to values as well as your personal brand. Who am I? What do I want to say? How do I want to be seen? What kind of person am I really? Mm. And it's not about being perfect or being a good girl or a good boy. Um, It's being true to yourself and what you know at night, you can go to sleep, rest your head on the pillow and go, yeah, I'm pretty happy with the kind of person I'm becoming or Mm. I'm, you know, I was today because, you know, social media is reality. People say it's not, but it is reality. You're putting it out there. That's a picture of you. That's you. Ain't nobody else. So (laughs) um, I think you know, being being comfortable with your social media is important. Mm. Um, so I wouldn't say you should be like this or you should be like that. You should be comfortable with it because then the kind of followers you're going to have, the kind of businesses that are going to be interested in working with you as sponsors um, or partners or whatever mm. the relationship you have with them There's going to be a congruence of values. I remember seeing a surfer years ago. He was about 18 years old Mm. and Surfing Australia had recommended him to me to use in one of my books as a case Mm. study. And this 18-year-old entitled little brat (laughs) was pouring beer over himself in one photo and signing the chest of a girl in another photo. And I just went, you're not going in my book, sweetheart. (laughs) But he was sponsored and he was sponsored by businesses who like that stuff. Mm. And their customers are people who like that stuff. And he went to bed at night feeling like a hero, probably. I don't know. Mm. It's not my bag. You know what I mean? So I was like, okay. But, you know, what's what's good for one is, you know, not for somebody Mm. else. So that's why you've got to be comfortable with your social media,
0: Mm. I think. Mm. And that that makes sense, actually, because, you know, people are looking at it from one angle in the sense that, you know, that's not an athlete that I want to work with. That's not the type of thing that you should be posting on social media. But then again, it has sponsors who are, you know, in that line. So I think it makes sense. But what I hear you say is that this this athletes must have, you know, their own personal strategy when it comes to social media, because they are going to receive 1000 advices do it this way Mm -hmm. do it this way do it this way you know then just when they are doing it this way they see somebody else that advises them and says no 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 don't do it that way then do it and we know how all of these voices (laughs) you know can begin to speak to us and speak to us how can athletes start thinking about this personal strategy when it comes to social media particularly
1: yeah um so i think with social media when we teach athletes about social media Mm. It's content first. So the process, again, it's all a bit Mm. of a process, Mm. is what's your brand? What Mm. are the brand elements that make you who you are? Mm -hmm. Now, what are some examples of that as social media content? Okay, so you've got a passion for baking. Mm. Could you do some posts about, you know, things that you've baked, maybe things that you've baked and you've failed? They're disasters. Mm. Um, Favorite recipes, a Mm. story about how you used to bake with your grandmother or um, maybe partnering with a charity and talking mm. about doing some fundraising baking mm. or healthy baking or gluten-free, you know what I mean? So all this stuff that we think, oh, it's just baking, like how on earth is that important? That mm. suddenly becomes really interesting content. Yeah. Um, and and then the other elements, you know, maybe there's a message that you want to carry. Mm. So my message that I carry consistently is um, about refugees. Mm. I'm a big advocate for refugees receiving support around the world
0: mm. and
1: also for our Indigenous population in Australia because they're treated like crap.
0: Yeah, and still. yeah, still. sure.
1: And... You know, those things have a time and a place in my social media, in my public speaking, when I'm interviewed on podcasts. Mm. Mm.
0: <laughs> they yes. find a way. Yes, yes. I, you
1: know, But I don't lead all the time with that mm. and I don't go on about it too much. There's balance. There's, you know, I yes. want people to like me and trust me and be interested in what I've got to say. Mm. So when I say that stuff that makes them a bit uncomfortable because, you know, it's a bit topical or a bit political yeah. or, you know, they listen because it's not the only thing I'm talking about. Mm. And I think that's the same with athletes. Nobody wants to see your training plan day in, day out. <laughs> day, you know what I mean? But they yes. want to see a bit of it. They also want to see what you had for breakfast and they want to see that you're doing great things, but they also want to see your, uh, you know, not your struggles, but your your um, vulnerability.
0: Mm. Mm.
1: So, you know, it does, it does come back to brand. It comes back to who am I and what are the little stories, the little snippets of myself that I want to put out there. Mm. And then it's literally just looking at your week or your month of social media and maybe just making a little note. Okay, Tuesdays I'm going to keep light and funny. Yes. Thursdays I'm going to make that inspirational. Saturdays I'm going to share how my training was for the week. Simple.
0: Mm. Mm. And it's all about uh,
1: you. It's all about you and it won't look boring.
0: Yes. Uh, you see what I said? Yeah. I, I said, I said you are a legend. You didn't agree with me, but look at all the, look at all <laughs> the things that are beginning, that are beginning to come out. What do you say to the athletes Thank who you. don't want to post on social media at all? You know, so you find the athletes who, yeah. you know, they, they post once in two months, they post once in a month. They're very rarely on social media. What do you say to athletes like that? And their chances of getting sponsored.
1: Oh, that's a good one. I say be yourself. And if that's not on social media, then that's okay. Mm. Um, and definitely if you don't enjoy social media, don't offer to do that for your sponsors because mm. you'll end up hating it and it will be obvious yeah. and it will take away your, not just your time, but your mental energy. Mm. It'll be draining for you if you're mm. not that kind of person. So a story of an athlete who didn't do social media, he, he's from New Zealand um and we we do i think we're in our third year of doing a mentoring program with a lot of the uh, athletes from mm. high performance sport new zealand and on his first session with me he told me oh i'm going to be really hard to work with and I said, <laughs> oh, okay <laughs> hi that's great welcome um and he said oh no it's just i just don't think i'll be able to get sponsored because i yeah i don't like social media mm. i'm like oh no that's okay we can work with that and mm. he still wasn't convinced and we got chatting and I said, so what do you care about? Like, what's really important to you? And he's like, oh, well, one of the things that I've been thinking about recently is as athletes we get pushed to go to college, mm. but I didn't. I, you know, he went to trade school to learn to be an electrician. Nice. And I said, oh, okay, so you think that's an important message for kids to have as well? And he's like, yeah, absolutely. Yes. I said, do you like speaking in front of kids? He goes, I love kids. I do, you know, talks at schools. I said, oh, so you don't mind speaking in front of people. You just don't like social media. He goes, yeah. no, nah, I just hate it. I said, oh, okay. Anyway, long story short, actually yeah. very short story, shorter. I said, basically go and talk to your college, your, yeah. your um, trade school mm-hmm. about sponsorship. You'd be a great ambassador for them. You're an athlete. You're inspirational. You've got this strong belief and experience yeah. in you don't have to go to university. And he literally got sponsored they pay him Mm -mm. he goes and does talks at schools Mm. i mean this is textbook this is like this doesn't always happen in this way but it did for him and he's also a bit of an internal health ambassador within their organization now Mm. he's known within that trade school as the athlete that they sponsor Mm. Simple, yeah and i was like i'm so glad that worked because it was such a good idea on paper and i thought no they'll probably say no yes (laughs)
0: But yes, because you, you just you just answer my next question in the sense that ah. in the 21st century, is it possible for that social media element to not be there at all? And you literally yes. just, yeah, you literally just answered it.
1: Yes, because think about all the things again, going back to me as the hypothetical sponsored athlete, I am mm-hmm. a great public speaker. I'm really good at writing. I've got a really good business network. Mm. Like if my sponsor said what we want from you is access to your business network, okay, Mm. I can make some introductions. Um, You know, I can host events. I can do workshops with their staff. Mm. I've got access to some really great artists. We could do some collaborative stuff where we bring the values of the organisation to Mm. life in an art piece that goes on the wall and no social media, yeah. they can take photos on their social media mm-hmm. if they want. I wouldn't, I personally wouldn't offer my social media as part of my sponsorship. sponsorship.
0: Package. Ah, yeah. well, you, you can see that I'm the student. I need to go and
1: <laughs> I need, you I need, need to, go, to go, and, go do it. Yeah, I need to go
0: and change a lot of what I'm doing. Like, wow, like that makes, <laughs> makes a lot of sense. And it's because I would have thought that it's not possible without social media, especially in this day yeah. and age. Everybody wants yeah. their brand to be out there. Everybody wants to be seen. So it's not possible. Wow, that makes that makes a lot of sense. Final question, Vicky, yeah. because yeah, you know, I know sure. we're wrapping up. Final main question, you know, before I ask you what I usually end the podcast with. What happens to the parents? Because I was, I was watching one of your webinars where you talk about how if you're going to work with an athlete who is below the age of 18, you mm-hmm. always want their parents to be involved. Like it's advisable for their parents to be involved. Yeah. Now, what would you say to the parents themselves? Who want to start their children early you know from from that branding perspective because I'm, I'm thinking about Tiger Woods now and what his father did you know from when he was you know two years of age there about you know started putting him out there strategically wow. started yeah. you know doing all these little little things to the point that you know by the time the boy was in his teens you know sponsors were already waiting now whether or not that was from a performance angle or not you know that that remains to be discussed what do you say to the parents who you know they want to start thinking about that now what are some of the things that yeah
1: oh so i don't really give advice to parents mm. on that i say be involved if your child wants to learn about sponsorship or you want to learn about sponsorship mm. for your child we can teach you what we teach you but we don't give advice on parenting mm. but i would say you know be careful. Like with anything, you don't want to be pushing your child into something that's not um, suitable for them and it yeah. might add extra pressure. They've got a mm. lot going on. They they're developing, you know, they they're going through their teenage years. They've got school, mm. they've got sport, You know, there's a great, there's a guy that we worked with here in Brisbane who's been really good with his daughter. He's trying to educate himself and set her up so that when she is 18, she's ready to make decisions about the choices that are presented to Mm. her Um, and probably will have more choices presented to her or or Mm. found by her dad. Yes. He's he's proactive, but he's not pushy. Mm. Um, but I know other people want to have their kids really sponsored because it covers the costs. I mean, mm. sport can be really expensive. Expensive, yes. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I, I I really I'm very careful about what I say to parents about how they parent their kids. Mm. I don't know if any of that made sense. That's, that's well, usually how I speak. A little bit, kind of like ah.
0: No, no, it actually I don't it does. Because I was reading, I was reading a story on Tiger Woods about how his, his father, the way his father brought him up in sports, you know, kind of contributed to the meltdown that he eventually had, you know. So it ties it ties into what you are saying now, you know, in terms of you know don't be too pushy don't do all of those things and of mm. course you don't really so definitely it, it absolutely adds up now vicky the, the but i reason- think learn
1: i think sorry just to go, go back on. there i think learn it mm. and like you were saying at the start about african athletes who've been taken advantage of and athletes here as well but i yeah. can see it happening a lot mm. there be knowledgeable so that even if you do have an agent representing you they're not you know pulling the wool over your eyes. You're okay, great. That's great. I'm glad you're gonna represent me and take your ten or fifteen percent. But here's here are my guidelines, Mm. here are my expectations, here's my negotiables and non negotiables. Negotiables. So you're working together. Mm. They can do the work, they can get the percentage, but it needs to be, you know, it needs to be aligned
0: with you. Mm. Yeah. 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 And the
1: same with parents and kids. Those parents and kids to be informed and educated and prepared, I think Mm. is really important.
0: Uh, yeah. that's, that's absolutely key The reason I named the podcast Athlete Maestro, Vicky Is because I wanted to help athletes Master their craft, whatever that craft was You know, the mental aspects of the game The physical aspects of the game You know, understanding that sports is a business You know, so for the yes. people that are involved It is a business You know, from your angle, you know It's sponsorship, it's branding What in your estimation does it mean To be a master of your craft Whatever that craft is
1: Oh That's a really good question. To be a master of any craft, you need to remain curious and inquisitive and teachable. Mm. Otherwise, you get stale. Mm. So it's about being... I think you have to be passionate and you have to have a... I think I'm reflecting on myself here. Mm. You've got to have a bigger purpose than just personal gain. Mm. And that will always sustain that passion and then with that passion you never get tired of learning and improving and growing and developing and then you can be a master Mm. but it's not a static thing it's not like haha I've arrived (laughs) please come to me and ask Mm. your questions like some you know glowing god on a mountaintop so Mm. yeah and I think maybe staying humble Yeah. (laughs) yeah which which uh yeah I think being humble about it and just being grateful and being of service. Oh, wait a second. Mm. I know what it is. I can sum all of that up. Um, if serving is beneath you, leadership is beyond you.
0: Mm. There
1: that, we go. It's not my It's not my quote, but I'm quoting <laughs>
0: it. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. If yeah, serving is beneath you, favorite. I'm going to put that on social media. Let me start. Let me start yeah, with my if, if alignment. If serving is
1: beneath you, leading is beyond you.
0: Beyond you. Mm. look at
1: obama yeah. i just he was of service mm. he wasn't an ego i knew we'd get onto trump <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't mean, I didn't mean this but you know it, and and you know it, if all of it is about you and about your ego mm. you're not a, you're not good to no one mm. but if, if you're being of service then you're going to do good stuff and you're going to be that maestro mm. without even meaning to be Mm. Yeah, I think.
0: Oh, yeah. no. All, everything you mentioned absolutely makes sense. Final question, Vicky. We've talked about so many things. Um, we've talked about branding. We've talked about approach to social media. We've talked about sponsorship. We've talked about being who you are. We've talked about looking in, believing in yourself, believing you are more. I'm putting myself in the position of the athlete who has listened to us over the last 45 minutes. You know, and, and they say, Vicky, I hear all what you and Tola have talked about. I'm going to start working on it. But for today, I need one thing that I can start with that gets me a step closer. So, you know, it doesn't have to get me to the promised land. I I understand Mm -hmm. that it's a process. And, you know, we've talked about that being a process and not thinking that it would happen in one day. So I just need you to give me one thing to start with while I go and work on all the other things that you and Tola have talked about. What would that one thing be?
1: Uh, I think give yourself a little challenge of... um, Being in the mindset of being sponsored. Mm. Have a look on Instagram, social media. It doesn't have Mm. to be social media, but say go on Instagram. Think about a couple of the businesses that you like. Mm. Maybe it's a skincare company or a a cupcake company or whatever. Mm. Pretend you're already sponsored by them. And think of some of the stuff that you might do. Watch what they're doing. Oh, I could have been involved in that. Oh, I could, Mm. you know, just play the game, Mm. play the game the pressure off the expectation the the mm. process all of that just let yourself be and and have a bit of fun with it
0: mm. yeah oh i knew i knew we we're going to enjoy <laughs> this i knew this was going to be fun you know thank you I, me I, too I, I really have to be appreciative of you vicky for 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 doing this you know i i don't mean words i actually don't mean was when i say that you're a legend in what you do because i i take pride in preparing for this episode You know, any guests that I bring on, I'm not just, I'm not just going to appear and just start asking questions off the bat. No, you know, I, I, I do my preparation. I do my groundwork. I look into them. I find out what they're passionate about, what they like, what they've been like, you know, and, and so many of all those things. And I've seen what you've done in this space. I've seen, you know, how important you are and how your clients value you, you know, so for you to come on this podcast with this guy Without any background and being humble and sharing and, you know, just giving it your all, I have to be really appreciative. I really enjoyed this. Thank you so much for coming on, Vicky.
1: Thank you so much. And I want to say thank you for preparing because what you did that most interviewers don't do Mm. is... You got us through the basic stuff, the stuff that I've talked about a billion times. <laughs> and you got us onto the interesting stuff. Yes. You know, yes. thank you. Thank you. I love that. The time's just flown. Um, I hope that we get to actually meet in person one day. You know, this is the world's a bit closed at the moment, but hopefully things change in the future. Uh, and definitely. I want to thank you for what you're doing to contribute to um, athletes all around the world that will listen to this. Mm. It's really cool what you're doing. Thank you. Thank-
0: Thank you so much, Vicky. My wife has actually been saying it for a while that we have to head down south, as they call it. So whether that's Australia, whether that's New Zealand, you know, she 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 yes. wants us to go that way. You know, so you know, now that I have a friend in that area, yes. definitely it's <laughs> it's more motivation to make it happen. I'm sure when she's listening to this, she's, do. she's going to be looking at me like, okay, so when are we going to make it happen? But definitely, <laughs> definitely, we have to we have to find a way. Please tell us where we can find What's you. What's her Vicky, name? Um, oh, sorry,
1: what? Joke? Yes. Yes. Come on down to Australia. It's fantastic.
0: <laughs> ah, yeah, she's going she's going yes, to be using we here. Yeah, yeah you've probably in put me yeah, you've put me in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> you put me in trouble. Please tell us where we can find you, Vicky, um, on social media, yes. you know, and how, how we can connect with you and everything that you do.
1: Yeah, well, if you jump onto the internet, you'll find us at the brandbuilders.com.au and on Instagram. Uh, It's We Are The Brand Builders. Mm. So that's where you'll find us. And um, you can find me on LinkedIn. That's where I tend to hang out these days. Mm. So Vicky Saunders. And uh, look forward to connecting with anyone that's been listening to the show. Look forward to hearing your questions, your ideas, your experiences. Yeah, thank Mm. you.
0: Definitely, we're going to make it happen. Thank you so much, Vicky. (laughs) I'm I'm sure you can see. Uh, what i was talking about while the episode was going on in terms of the amount of experience that vicky is now you can see that she's actually a legend yes i know she's humble i know she doesn't want to talk up her qualities and and all of those things yes i know but men you can see the amount of experience that she has working with organizations working with athletes you know making things that even she didn't believe was possible possible The brand is important, guys. And, of course, while you're seeking sponsorship, you have to be very strategic about it. This is an episode, like I said, that I enjoyed. And I'm sure that you enjoyed it as well. If you did, take a screenshot on your phone and, of course, share it on social media. So, Instagram and, of course, tag me. At Tola Ugler. and of course, you can tag Vicky as well. At we are the brand builders, you can follow her on social media and everything that she does. She's heavy on LinkedIn, Vicky Saunders, and of course, you can check out her website, thebrandbuilders.com.au. Thebrandbuilders.com.au. I'm going to put all of that, of course, into the show notes, but I want you to screenshot this, share it on social media, tag me, tag Vicky as well, and of course, you can send me a mail if you enjoy this episode. Which I'm sure you did. Send me a mail, Tola, at athlete Of course, appreciating Vicky for all that she did. And of course, I want to share that comment and that email with our exceptional episode. Diving into one of the key parts of being an athlete, your brand, and of course seeking sponsors. Definitely, you know, we we, it was forty-five minutes, so it's not like we could go deep into a lot of these things, but definitely I'm sure I'm gonna facilitate a training sometime in future are going to bring on vicky to discuss this if you haven't subscribed to the podcast so that you don't miss great episodes like this when they drop what are you waiting for the episodes automatically get downloaded to your device of choice you don't have to do anything else and of course while you are at it leave us a rating and review athlete maestro.com forward slash subscribe athlete maestro.com forward slash subscribe you learn how to subscribe you also learn how to leave us that rating and review and of course if you have any questions whatsoever for me for vicky send me a mail tola at athletemaestro.com connect with vicky on linkedin and of course you can ask her your questions there i'll catch you guys on the next episode of the show remember knowing is not enough you must apply willing is not enough you must do i want you to go out there start applying everything that Vicky Saunders has taught. I want you to go out there and I want you to be a maestro today and every single day.